Well, welcome everybody. We're GFBS, Grand Fork's best source. And not only is it World Play-Doh Day today, but it's Dirty Thursday. Boring boy Chad Hoff joining us in the studio again today. NOSA Outlaw Sprint Car Driver Austin Pierce also in the studio. Show today brought to you by Executive Properties. You've been uh, putting off that remodel or maybe something new around your house long enough. Let Executive Properties get it done for you. They do all types of commercial and residential work, and they do great work, too. Kitchen, bathroom, siding, concrete, doors, cabinets, trim, tile. I think you get the picture. Executive Properties will take the time to listen to what you want, and they'll do it right. You've got over 30 years' experience. Let Barry Romo and that crew over there take care of you, always offering senior and referral discounts, willing to work with any budget, and they even do snow removal, something to be thinking about. For all your general contractor needs, call Executive Properties 701-330-1273 or check out the website www.executiveproperties.org and make sure to check out the reviews. they got a ton of great reviews on Facebook and Google. I know these guys personally. They do incredible work. You're going to love their stuff. Executive Properties, your one-stop company that can do it all for you. Well, before we get rolling with the show, it is time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, what's the hardest part about drag racing? What is the hardest part about drag racing? Running in heels. I was going to say something like running in a dress. <laughs> that one wasn't so bad, was it? Uh, well, I mean, no from experience or... Yeah, <laughs> they're never good. According to Paul, it seems like the towards producer. the end of the year, we're getting to the bottom of the barrel of these jokes. <laughs> right? Of all the jokes, it's hardest to find racing jokes. I don't know why they're all about horse racing, but uh, yeah. anyway, uh, anybody wants to call in with any questions for myself, Chad, or Austin, or Paul, uh, our phone number seven zero one two one three zero eight six three. Of course, I've got the phone going right now. Callie, Brady, Sean, Daryl, Kevin—they're all watching so far. So uh, here we go. Nosa Outlaw Sprint Car Driver. Uh, Austin Pierce, how are you, man? Good, good. First timer on the show. Yep. Uh, we've been trying to get me here a few different times, but uh, it's always been a conflict with work or something. So, Well, you know, most people think uh, just because you drive a sprint car, you don't work. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> no, work the, that way. The, the racing is just a small picture in my life. Yep. Um, it, I, speaking of your life, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm 31 years old. I, I got a wife. I've been married for six years, and um, I got four kids now. Um, I drive the two A sprint car and I, I own a construction company called premier homes and builders. Okay. So you are a busy guy. Yeah. We've got a lot going on. Uh, man, I tell you what, um, you have been on a terror this year at river city speedway. What is that? Eight wins this year. 
Yeah, we got eight. I think we're eight for 12 with the, the NOSA sprint cars at River Cities. It's by far the best year I've had. So, Man, and uh, you know, it's funny because uh, we were talking before we started the show here. It's kind of like silly season for the uh, dirt track world. You hear you hear all these people come up, and, well, I heard Austin's not going to race next year. So, of course, it's the first <laughs> thing I asked him. I go, are you going to race? And he's like, well, yeah, I go, if you win eight races here. How can you not? But um it's just, it's hard to get on the road. I mean, you know, you're looking at the NOSA sprints uh, points, and you're not in the, I don't even know if you're top five, you're up there close, but you only got to miss a race or two, you know, when you go on the road, and it's, you lose a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. The With the competition and the amount of guys that are doing the full traveling tour, it, it if you miss one or two nights, you're, you're definitely behind the eight ball um, point-wise, but that's why we've just decided uh, to do our mostly Friday nights and then hit the out of town shows when when the when the time is right. I guess mm-hmm. so. Um, got uh, Paul chirping in here. Austin, you're a great guy all around. Thank you. Does he know something about you? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, reason, <laughs> yeah. Uh, reason we're doing the show a little early today. Uh, the Bruce Spicer Memorial Golf Tournament is yep. uh, today, and you're golfing in that and. Uh, we thank you that that's going to be a heck of an event, uh, raising money for youth hockey and uh, Bruce Spicer, probably one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how did you get your start racing? Um, yeah, it's actually through Jeff Anasik and, and his team. Um, they, they allowed me to, to hang around their team and I'd help them out a little bit. And uh, they made me feel like I was part of their crew and I, I probably was a little bit, but I would just show up to the track on Friday nights and hang out with them, and, and they welcomed me. And, and then eventually, the year year or two later, Jeff Anasik sold me his sprint car. Um, my parents didn't want me to do it, um, and they weren't approving of it, so I, I bought the car and snuck it into the back shop one night. And, <laughs> and at the time, I was uh, just becoming friends with Nick Sherrick, so he, he would come over at nights or whatever, and we'd go down to the shop, and my parents wouldn't know what we were doing just hanging out, working on four wheelers and stuff. And one day my dad walked in the front door of the shop and there we are tinkering on a sprint car. <laughs> so I take it you didn't have that big hauler back then because it'd be pretty tough to hide that thing. No, we, yeah, we started out with a, just a 20 foot enclosed trailer that we emptied the construction tools out of and, and threw the car in there for the weekend. And, and that's how we got started. And we didn't get a bigger trailer until probably five, six years down mm-hmm. the road. So. so you weren't uh, like a lot of these guys. Did you start out in carts or anything like that? Nope, nope, just country kid grew up grew up in the country on four-wheelers and golf carts and dirt bikes and just had a knack kind of for speed and um and then i just yeah i went to the races one day and we were i was actually out car shopping with my buddy travis henry and we we were at the dealership right by the speedway on a friday night and we heard the cars going so we're like oh we got nothing else to do let's go over there and check out the races and from that day i didn't miss a race on a friday night and then until i started racing so wow there and, you go. And uh, you win a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have any yeah. idea how many times you've won at River Cities? Um, we've won 35 <clears throat> features now. So I think you're up in the top five now, all time. Is that right? Yeah, top four. Top four now. Yep. You're, well, yeah, that's right. You got a lot of wins this year. In fact, uh, something that was pretty cool this year, and in, in, in all my years at River City Speedway, I haven't got to see where they uh, actually put a bounty out on somebody. Yeah. And, uh, well, gee, guess what? It's going to probably happen again tomorrow. Another one? Well, he's won three in a row. Well, yeah. And uh, weren't you You know say- what stinks about that, though? What? He don't get any extra money if he wins. I know, I know. And, and, I mean, and- I, think if, I think if you put the bounty on him, 
and then he wins. I think in in retrospect of that, he should get that money because nobody beat him or some of it anyway. Well, hell yeah! Why yeah. the hell not? <laughs> Uh, we talked what, about that last time when right. we were down there at intermission, no, and, we're, and we're doing that. We're doing the pill draw for him, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Yeah, there's a bounty on you. It's getting pretty high." He goes, "Yeah, I don't get none of that money." I'm like, "That's <laughs> bullshit, man. What the hell?" So, yeah, I think in my in my opinion, we should give Austin at least a chunk of that change. Okay, all right, let's, yeah, let's, let's just throw that out there because if he if nobody can beat him, why what are we gonna do? Put it in a pot? Where's it gonna go? Well, yeah, um, I know uh, Jade Hastings sure enjoyed that first uh, bounty they had on you because uh, <laughs> yeah, he won, came out. Yeah. That was almost like an ACS or a World of Outlaw Percy ended up coming uh, yeah, home yeah, with. But yeah, uh, sorry about that. That was partly my fault. Every time I've put yeah. money up on the bounty, the person has ended up losing. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think, I think Jade got an extra, what, $1,700, $1,800? Oh, yeah. It was, it was a big one. Yeah, yeah I it mean, was. It is what it is. It, it, I don't know how the, however it plays it out, but I still think the guy, if, if Austin comes out and there's a bounty this weekend, which more likely going to be, uh, I, I think he should get something of that. I, 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 mm-hmm. I mean, look at the time he puts in, and, mm-hmm. and then Jade went. You know, kudos to Jade. He had an awesome race that, that night. Oh, yeah, he did. Dead fast, and that kid's won a lot this year, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, between him and Austin, I think they're the probably the two pride joys of I think of the Noah Sprints this year. I would say, yeah, well, yeah, Jade. Uh, I think he actually won. I think he's got the points title wrapped up now. Yeah, um, Austin missed a couple of away races, so that kind of threw him out of there. But Austin uh, spent family time. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. got things to do. Jade's got a couple of years left, I think, before he starts having kids. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, when obviously I've talked to Austin a lot this year, um, and we I always ask him, hey, you know, like they're going to are you going to Jamestown? No, nope, not going to go to Jamestown. We're going to go to the lake. Well, you can't fault the guy for that. No. And no. so, and he still comes to every Friday night and he's still super freaking competitive. Well, you know, that's the thing. How many race car drivers that I have known in their career, um, they just, it got to the point where if you're going to race and do it the right way, you do not have a life in the summer. Well, there is no lake. There is no yeah. any of that kind of stuff. If you're going to hit every race, you got to hit them all. And some guys, they get to the point in their life where they just go, you know what? I got a boat that I haven't used in 10 years. I want to start going to the lake. I want to start relaxing a little bit. You work hard all week. You work on the race car and you're off time. You got kids yeah. to take care of and a wife to take care of and a house to take care of. And it's it's tough. These guys that can make every single race. I mean, you got to give them all the credit in the world. When you look at Darren Pittman this year, World of Outlaws, he's retiring. Yeah. He's got, he's like, I want to spend time with my family. You know, I think... And I don't know how Austin, uh, the way I see Austin Pierce's stance is this Friday night gig, this uh, the outlaw, the North Outlaw sprints for him are more just a, the hobby thing. I mean, you're yeah. having a good time doing yeah. it, and you're having a blast. And but yet, when you own a construction company, there's no set time of work hours. No, no, especially <laughs> you're pouring concrete or something. Yeah. It's like, well, it's four o'clock. I think we're going to call it a day. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, I'm glad he's doing what he's doing, and, and just to show that. He's competitive. Doesn't matter. And yeah, he and he, he. I bet you you understand that if you don't travel, you're not going to get the points. Right. With the beginning of the season, do you ever like? Is that a goal of yours to win the points, or did you just know you're just going to go out and be competitive and see what it falls? Uh, we we just started the year with the mentality that we're going to race every Friday night. Um, if we have to miss one here and there, so be it. Um, but then when you start the year off doing so well, then you're like, gosh, I don't, I don't want to miss a race now. Mm-hmm. We, God, I should we, be in Jamestown we're, yeah, right we're now. We're leading the points, you know, let's, let's go. And then it's like, well, then you got to think back to what, what your mentality was at the start of the year. You yeah. got to make, you got to keep the family happy so you can keep doing the Friday nights. Yep. 
you're gone too much, well, then you're going to put a kibosh to everything. So yeah. Like, What's the benefit of the, the points? I'm not a huge race person. So, uh, I mean, just, do you get a trophy like, or is the, it like money involved? With NOSA, you get you get a little bit of money and you get the, the trophy. And then it's just the acknowledgement, I guess, of, of being the top. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> when you can say you're the best. Yeah. And, and if we hadn't won it twice already, I'd maybe still be trying to chase it. But, um, I mean, we've we've won the track championship. We've won the NOSA championship. And. And now I just want to add feature wins to my resume, and doing that here on Friday nights is we're, we're getting it done. So I'm I'm satisfied, and my family's happy. I get run my business, keep the keep the wife and kids mm-hmm. happy, and take yeah. them to the lake when we can. So all, all from sneaking a sprint car into a garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah how about that? That's pretty cool. So that's then the question cool. remains: after that, if you keep on being competitive and adding to your resume, yep. If the world of outlaws come calling back, hey, you know, do you want to try running with us part time, or what's your thoughts on that? I actually had a guy ask me that yesterday and wanted me to ask you that on the show today. I mean, I would jump in if I if I if I ever did have an opportunity. I'll obviously, would, talk I, to the wife first. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would <laughs> jump in a car for a couple weekends mm-hmm. or something. You know, sure, wouldn't commit to a season by no means, but yep. But I mean, I would I would love to I would love to try jump in an outlaw car one time and see how that equipment is compared to mine and. Mm-hmm. Just to see what what, right. what, what right. we're missing out on, you know. Yep. But, um, Amanda Joe, who's ready for sprint cars and more sprint cars Friday? Nosa, wingless, lightning sprints. Always great to have the two A crew in Mandan each year. Uh, and speaking of that, tomorrow night River City Speedway. Last night, uh, man, I hate this time of the year. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, Nosa sprints, <laughs> non wing sprints, lightning sprints, IMCA stock cars, sport mods, and hobby stocks. Uh, you're going to have a busy one Saturday in yeah, Devil's Lake. Pierce Stock Nationals yep. on Saturday. Uh, that should be a good show, too. Uh, wingless Sprints will be there. Lightning Sprints are going to be there. I believe Midwest Mods and Streets, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be another full Saturday. And uh, also, uh, Steak and Beer. That's what Heather put when she texted me back. Steak and beer. <laughs> There'll yeah. be lots of steak eaten so, and lots of beer drank. You got me there. Uh, like <laughs> wow. that, yeah. Yeah, Sport Mods, IMCA just had their Super Nationals. Uh, this last week, Boone uh, had their Super Nationals go on. So I tell you what, what we, took, what we endured on uh, Friday night, trying to get the races in on the Johnny, mm-hmm. and we were out until 2 o'clock in the morning. Boone Nationals didn't stop until 4 o'clock in the morning. They started right again at 11 o'clock in the morning. They do that for a week straight. Wow. So rain or no rain, they're, they're going. That's, that's the IMCA Super Nationals. It's crazy scene down there. Uh, Eric Lottenschlager drives a sport mod. He will be here this weekend, which is pretty cool. Um, and so the guys that I, I started announcing uh, IMCAs back in Minot and Williston, that area. Um, so now I'm getting texts and stuff. We guys, hey, see you Friday. You doing Grand Forks? See you Friday. So we're going to get a lot of IMCA clash here, too. But, man, action-packed again uh, for the Outlaw Sprints coming again, too. It's going to be pretty interesting. you excited for the one more race? Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I, I just want to put it out there. Um, Jade Hastings uh, and his crew, um, Alt Construction, Yeah, they, they offered me 1000 bucks if I can win this Friday. And, uh, but they want me to find somebody to pay them 1000 if they win. So <laughs> okay. if there's anybody out there that, that oh, wants to put it out there. Get, get behind me and... Help support that. I think we need to get somebody behind Okay, so that's out there. Let's see if we can't raise a thousand bucks and uh, you win this race tomorrow night. Maybe you'll get some extra money. Yeah. Uh, so, again, all you got to do is text us 213 0863. You want to kick in some of that money on there. Uh, Paul says, stop by 
Austin's trailer for an ice cold beer after the races. How about that? We're, uh, I want to get back quickly here before I forget and before I lose it. Yeah. Uh, we'll put this up. This was at 1138 on Friday night when they were just getting ready to start the first of six late model heat races. And uh, this you sleeping? Uh, yeah. Um, Is that you sleeping? <laughs> I needed a breather. <laughs> And here I'm down there doing the Macarena, the YMCA. Hey, I was I was YMCA in with you. Oh, that's true. Um, it, it was funny because uh, we get all of a sudden that last heat's done, and I get a elbow to the rib cage. From Chris? <laughs> it was Chris stepping, going, "Hey, it's your turn. Hey, hey, your turn." <laughs> like, I, I, I was sitting in the in the semi with the heat cranked on that. Were you? Oh, oh man, that was a long uh, weekend. I, I, mean, I, I started sure. regretting my decision of going out and doing a bunch of stuff yeah. out there in the rain, walking around and talking to people and stuff for about I don't know about twelve thirty because when I was soaked and cold, it <laughs> yeah. was. So- oh, it was miserable. <laughs> and and you know the thing is, we did the anthems and all of that kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden they say there's a delay. Well, up in the press box, you could not see the rain. Right. And I'm like, what is there a delay for? And yeah. then I walked down, you know, a little ways down the bleachers, and it's like, wow, it's really raining. It's really raining. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, hats off to the crew at River City Speedway. It took a while, uh, but they got it going because, job. you know, if we would have if we would have tried to stretch that in and, and make it an earlier show on Saturday, it would have just been a crap show. Um, I think it was worth it. I think they did a great job, and it, and it completed the the full three days of racing. So again, uh, the race River City Speedway. What are we doing here? Oh, I was just pointing out, if you look at the left there, remember? The best of Oktoberfest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yep, okay. yep, I know. Um, yeah, okay, we'll take a little break here. Uh, we're, we're actually uh, going to talk about Andy's Harley-Davidson a little bit right oh, now. Yeah, that's right. Hold on. Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, I wish I had a Harley. Uh, Andy's Harley-Davidson celebrating keeping riders on the road for 45 years. Well, we're going to go help them celebrate Andy's Harley-Davidson, Saturday, October 3rd from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Their big open house. They're going to have some great door prizes that you can register. Uh, $450 gift card, free winter bike storage, free oil changes, custom Andy's t-shirts, the release of the custom Andy's hockey tees, and the first ever Andy's hockey poker chips, which they were so kind to give us a couple of the other day. Check out the new arrivals. There's going to be vendors on site. So why don't you come and help celebrate, too? Get on the bike. Go to the big open house Saturday, October 3rd from 9 to 3, 2756 North Washington. Everybody knows where Andy's Harley-Davidson is, keeping riders on the road for 45 years. Well, James and Paul now watching. Thanks, everybody. Uh, And you know what? While we're talking, let's uh, see if we can't give away a pair of tickets. First one to text me, 701-213-0863. Give you a pair of tickets for the last show tomorrow night, all right? We'll and uh, thanks, Greg, for watching, by the way, you too. You text in first. You can't just say it. Yeah, you can't just you say it. You got to put the effort in. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Austin, who all helps you with your with your car? First, uh, talk about the guys that are in the shop, at the trailer, at the racetrack with you. You can talk about your sponsors. Let's get all that out there because uh, pretty tough to do without either or, isn't it? Oh, Absolutely. Uh, my main guy that's been with me now for probably almost my whole career since maybe the first year is Kyle Kozel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been there every day. He hasn't missed a, hardly a shop night, um, hasn't missed a race. I haven't been at the track without him. Um, I don't even know when the last time was. I think maybe once my whole career. So I got to thank him enough for all that and, and his family because he's got two kids of his own and a wife. So 
he's taking time away from them to be at the track with mm-hmm. me. Um, and then I got Don to camp and Matt Bakken. They both came on. This is their second or thir- probably third year, second or third year with me now. Uh, once Casey Mack retired, they came over and we needed more guys and you, you never have enough help at the racetrack or in the shop. Right. So, I mean, that was awesome when they came on board because now we, we get everything done in one shop night during the week. And, and then Lee Kozel, uh, my wife's uncle, he's been with me now for about five years too. And I don't, I don't even remember the last time he's missed a shop night or a, a Friday night at the racetrack or even a, when we go down the road sometimes and can't do it without any one of them guys. So, um, and then my wife, Amanda, she's, uh, she's the backbone of our family. She's at home with all four kids every day and, and all weekend pretty much when I'm working so, and, and racing. So, and then I just got to thank all of, uh, my sponsors like Op Construction, Lithia Ford of Grand Forks. Um, they're my two biggest sponsors. Um, and then I got Augie's Flying Service, Envision Ag, Solon Farms. I got Lynn Brother Farms. Hillsland Farms, Grand Forks Abstract, the Hub Bar, the Bun Lounge, um, AJ Sandblasting, Dahlstrom Motors. Oh gosh, we got so many. Yeah, there's so many people that help out, and I couldn't do it without anyone. And, and it is good that you remember these because uh, I think being down at RideOutCar.com, Victory Lane, all those times, um, you start to memorize that. But heaven forbid if you lose any of these sponsors, because that's got to be a, a bunch of money to rewrap that trailer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, that is uh, very impressive yeah, looking. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, they pay for that, too. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they give us a lot of money oh, nice. for a sponsorship, and they also pay for all their own signage on the trailer and, and the, stuff, so that helps a the lot. The biggest thing is when you look at sponsoring something, I, I got to look, uh, you know, being a manager of Northwest Tire, we look at that all the time. Uh, we can only do so much, but it's easy to sponsor somebody that wins. Yep. You know what I mean? The decision becomes, the decision becomes a lot easier for a person to, like, okay, you know, Austin wants us to sponsor him this year. Can we, can we throw him some money? Well, hell yeah. Nope. He'll announce our name. He won eight times this year. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you do that? Yeah. yeah so, and, and when I first started racing, it was it was it was Struggle. Tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a struggle. I would get maybe $3,000 tops for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's hard to make ends meet that. that yeah. Oh, you don't, yeah, yeah, that doesn't last very long. Yeah, I was burning up my paychecks pretty quick. Oh, I bet. So, John and I always said that uh, we're, we're, we got the best gig that we can have because we get paid to do what we do. And it's it's we make more money than race car drivers. Would you get a raise or what? No, every every year it's how much money can I not lose? Yeah, (laughs) most of our my money goes back to the bar. But anyway, you uh, break even. Yeah, still get to go to the races. Still get to go to the races and be a fan and be down there and and enjoy the emotions and Mm -hmm. and when your kids come down and you lift them up on oh my gosh I just every time lift kids up on the wing and I'm like oh wow yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just pretty pretty cool thing to have me experience Victory Lane for sure is all that stuff. So, yep. I, 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 what a hell of a season, man, you've had. Just yeah, awesome. You. Congratulations to you and your team for sure. Thank you. I, I've never been able to do a wing dance because I always had one kid in each arm. But yeah. with that rain out, the kids had to go home early. So, yeah. I figured now's my chance. Now's your chance to do one. There you go. Up there. Hey, Paul, by the way, and I don't even want to try to pronounce his yeah, last he must name. Be a hockey player. Yeah, he's, it's a whole <laughs> lot of uh, vowels. <laughs> With an SKI at the end. But, Paul, uh, you have won yourself a pair of tickets for the last race for tomorrow night. Thanks for texting us. Hold on. Be, uh, I, want, I want you to try. Um, okay. Come on. I'm going to say it is Chap- Ch- Chapesky. 
Oh, let's go with that. That looks hey, good. I also want to uh, point out, too. So um, he makes a good point here. It's hard for people to text when they're actually watching us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anybody that's um, watching us in comments on Facebook, we'll just consider that like a text. But uh, anybody else that's uh, watching right now, if you're watching from YouTube or Periscope or any of the other platforms right. that we're live on, we don't really follow those um, for the chat portion of it. Uh, I just haven't set it up yet. Right. So if you are watching from YouTube or another platform, just text our number and we'll make sure we get that. You'll have to leave the video for a second if you have to, but I mean, All right. it's worth it for a pair of tickets. And I think that was a hell of a shot, too. I think that's what sounds pretty right. Should pass, I don't know. If, if that's right, Paul, send me a text. Maybe I'm close. Uh, ben Solom from Send Bolum Speed writes this. This early show snuck up on me. I wasn't ready to change from my coffee to beer yet. <laughs> well, Ben, you better have made that change already. Brock, That's Sarah, awesome. Paul. Hey, Paul says, damn good. It's Chapesky. That was pretty oh, hey, close, pretty wasn't it? Right. I just figure with your background with hockey, as much as you've been in, you should be able to pronounce that. At least give it a shot. It must be from whenever it comes to names from people like around the Stephen area, I just give up. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> That's it's like, awesome. Wait a minute. Your last name has 62 letters in it. <laughs> And 59 of them are vowels. Hey, you know, this or, is Darren Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my son has more letters in his name than the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, what do you do now, Austin, when the season's done? Uh, you do a lot of work right off the bat, or you just kind of park things? Yeah. Uh, let them sit for a couple of months, and then, uh, you know, kind of regroup uh, recharge a little bit, if you will, over the winter, and then um, usually just start all over again about when? Yeah, I'd say as soon as the season's done, we'll first thing we'll do, we'll get everything washed up right away, um, wash the meal, four-wheeler trailer out, and we'll pull the engine out of the race cars and get those sent off right away. So then you never know how long them are going to take. just mm-hmm. depends on when, where you're at on the list when you get it in there. So we like to get it there early and maybe have it back in time by Christmas or mm-hmm. or otherwise it's the start of the year. That way, if you do want to go do some springtime racing down in Arizona or something, mm-hmm. yeah, you at least have the option. Um, Who does your motors? Uh, One Way Technologies. Okay. It's Scott Gherkin. Um, they're out of Indiana. Okay. And uh, it's Steve Kinzer's old crew chief. His, oh, sure. His, <clears throat> and uh, apparently they do a pretty damn good job. Yeah, they've done a phenomenal job. We've had a lot of good luck with it. We've we've only been on this motor now for two years now. Mm-hmm. We bought it from Casey Mack. So I got okay. It. So I got his crew and his motor. So. Nice, <laughs> kind of a package deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, seems like when you bought the bought the bought the motor, everything else comes with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether they like it or not, right? It was a welcoming sight. Yeah, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> uh, Austin, you mentioned like Arizona, things like that. You ever you ever gonna do that, or have you ever done it? Have you ever gone um, down south in the spring, early racing? Yeah, we've we've went to a couple outlaw shows in Yuma and mm-hmm. Clean Creek one year. Um, we all we all had a blast there. Um, we of course we get down there and we draw the last pill for qualifying. So oh, nice! Yeah. Like, oh my god! Come two thousand miles all this and, way yeah. for that? I mean, it's one thing to compete with them, and another thing when you got to start in the back. But um, but, but when, we, we've t- my dad's already been tossing the idea around. Um, he's got a place down in Mesa. Oh, nice! So I mean, if there is some shows down there, we might try and get the car down there and do some springtime or full-time that'd be, racing. That'd be pretty so, cool. Yeah, so if, if you do something like that, then do you kind of make that a little vacation while you're there too? I mean, maybe yep. taking a couple extra days and, yep. and let the guys soak up the sun and, and have a little bit of fun too? Yeah, the, the, the one year we did it, I think three two three years ago, we all went down there a few days early. So 
we could sit by the pool and uh, enjoy some of the attractions that Arizona's got to offer. Um, and then we bring the crew guys, bring their wives. With mm-hmm. too, so that's awesome. And, and it's yeah. funny because you go out there, they can always tell who the North Dakota, Minnesota people are sitting there on the pool because they're so white. They're almost blue. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad when you got to start going to the tanning bed so you can look good for the yeah. racing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. When everybody's, the, when everybody's short lines. When everybody's in a sweater and you're out there in a tank top and yeah, shorts, shorts yeah. with a cold bush latte in your hand. Oh man, um, Austin, biggest win in your career that you could think of? Oh, probably my first one. Mm-hmm. I, mean, that, I mean, that's that was pretty memorable. But it was it was at Greenbush, um, and the reason I remember it is because we never got to do a victory lane thing. Mm-hmm. We, we pulled on the front straightaway. Nobody came down to interview us or nothing. Oh, man. And as we're standing out there, like, giving our crew guys a hug, they turned the lights off. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what a buzzkill. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, that one was the most memorable. Uh, my most other racing memory that I had was at the Silver Shootout. It was obviously Dobmeyer won mm-hmm. it, but um, we started, I think there's 47 or 8 cars that night, and we started 15th in the feature, and... I mean, there's a lot of big names up front, yeah. and we drove from 15th, and I was up to fourth place at the time, and we actually came around for the checkered. We would have finished fourth, um, but then yellow, as we come to the checkered, they dropped the yellow flag on us. So then uh, then we had to restart single file, green-white checkered. Right. Then Danny Lasoski and I think Henderson, Justin Henderson, got back by us. But we finished sixth, and we got a big uh, brown box of silver, nice. silver bars. So it's you know, anybody but Lasoski. Right. Jeez, yeah. come on. And I mean, we drove by him earlier in the feature, so that felt pretty good, you know. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. So that, we finished sixth place, but that's probably my most memorable experience. That, mm-hmm. that track had a curb right on the wall, and we were running right there behind Reitzel at the time. And so, I mean, that, that was a memorable one. And then and then now these last couple sites, Memorial wins we've got have been pretty big, too. So. Uh, by the way, if you have any questions for us or uh, for Austin, again, our number is 701-213-0863. Now, here's the thing with uh, the Gnosis Sprint Car Drivers, and I maybe I'm wrong here, but it seems like most of the guys, when they get their first win, it's not at River City Speedway. Uh, it's damn hard to win with this group of race car drivers here, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's really tough. Um, it's everybody. So there's like, eight cars that can win any night you mm-hmm. know? and and you never really know like even i've won eight times this year but i go to the track just hoping to finish in the top five right know? i don't expect to win every time i go there it's just it's just worked out this that way this year for us and i'm glad we're the fortunate ones this year but i mean to to be dobmeyer i know and now i kind of know what it feels like to be to be him but he knows he's gonna win when he goes to the track and yeah he's so talented but with our whole nosa group um, there's eight, ten of us that can yeah. win any night, you know. So. When you when you look at that NOSA group, and obviously now you, you know, when your hauler pulls into the pulls into the pit area, you're like, oh, Austin's here. That's what <laughs> that's probably what they're feeling. I know, I know you don't yep. feel that way. Right. I know you feel like, okay, we got to work our ass off. Let's yep. get up there. Yep. Who are the drivers you see in this NOSA class this year that are starting or a couple years in that if they keep going to this, put their nose to the grindstone, could be the next eight time winner at River Cities. Uh, I'd say for sure Jade Hastings. Um, he's probably the the most up and coming guy. He's a talented guy, and he gives me a run for my money every night that we're out there. Um, Jack Croker, he's really stepping it up, and 
he's just having some bad luck, but he's going to be winning some races for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, and by, got, by the way, questions. Yeah. By the way, way, congratulations, Jack Croker got married last weekend. Yeah, we so that talk, was pretty we good. We talk about okay. how our golf cart ride was back to this hauler this last weekend. But go ahead, Paul. Oh, I was just going to ask. Like, okay, so. I mean, you talk about the talent out there and everything, uh, you know, and as somebody that's kind of new to this, I mean, how much do you think that it comes to talent as opposed to, you know, uh, how much it is in to the actual um, vehicle itself, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also, how do you not, like, crap your pants <laughs> when you are racing those things? I mean, they look like they got to be scary as hell. You just squeeze real tight. Yeah. I mean, your first few years, it's... Uh, He's pitching pennies, man. You're, you're, you're pretty... You got butterflies in your stomach, right, up until you're out on the track. Um, now, being racing for 10 years, it's pretty much just a second nature now. I mean, I still get butterflies going to the track, and but when you're out on the track, all the emotions and feelings go away. And <clears throat> like this last Friday, I was sitting in the truck. I was shivering in the trailer, sat in the truck, and I, I could have went to bed, you know, and I was not in the racing mode at all. I was ready to go home. and mm-hmm. But then when you got on the track, all that went away, and it's normal Friday night feature. You know, right. you're, you're ready to go. So, um, But being a young and up-and-coming person that doesn't have the seat time, it's it's stressful. It's all about seat time, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it helps having a good car and knowing yep. how to set up a car, but yep. the more you put your butt in that seat, the more you feel what the car needs, exactly. and the more you can tell your guys what you're feeling, what we need to do. Yep. I mean, there's a, there's a rookie out there this year, Zach Umdahl, uh, yep. doing a great job. You'll you'll see flashes of brilliance. Mm-hmm. But then like every other rookie that I've seen in the 15, 16 years I've been at River City Speedway, you think, wow, that guy's really picking it up, picking it up. But it takes a half a second. Yeah. Of, yeah of, you know, of yeah. And, and, and then it all goes away. But it, it takes time. Uh, I just think he won a feature this year, too. Um, no, he hasn't Zach. won a feature. You sure he didn't win in Minot? Mm-hmm. I think he got second. He got yep. second in my night? Okay. Yep. Who, oh, no, yeah, because Greg Nikitenko won my yep. But, yeah, he finished top five for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's getting there, and you can see it coming from the go-karts. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got some talent. Tim and Essenson. It's just, yep. Oh, yeah. Tim Essenson. Another, another one. one, yeah. Brendan Mullen, he'll be a... Brendan Mullen is, is going to be a good one, too. Well, he won this year Jamestown. out in Jamestown. And, uh, by the way, if you didn't know this, uh, we have got this string going on here now. Guys that have been on our show usually go win. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so let's find that thousand dollars for him right now, guys. <laughs> there you go. Let's get on. Uh, that. That's actually true. I everybody we've had yeah. on the show was. Yeah. I mean, we had Bill Lorenz, the Grand Forks Central football coach, on here last week, and they beat Red River in the Cushman Classic the yeah. Next, that night. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's not only racing. Uh, by the way, uh, Paul, all you've got to do to get your tickets, show up at the uh, will call window tomorrow. The ticket window at the uh, front gates at about a little before six o'clock. Your tickets should be ready for you. First time ever that I think uh, Eddie is watching us. Eddie Fiasco. How about that? What a cool name. Yeah. Uh, Brian Strand <laughs> watching. Shane Martin watching us. Uh, Thanks, okay. guys. Yeah. Okay, we talked about your biggest win, Austin. Uh, Marie Stewart, Austin, so well-spoken and successfully racer. All right, we talked about your biggest win. How about the worst wreck? You ever have one of those where you, you, you get up in the morning, you hurt like hell, and you think, why am I doing this? Yeah, I've had, uh, I think it was in 2014, we wrecked pretty hard in Fargo. <clears throat> it was a heavy, heavy racetrack, and um, we, went, we, we were lapping a car, and I drove over there right or left front. I don't remember what it was, but I went end over end um, off the t- turn three and four. And that was pretty, pretty, it was a violent one. And, and, uh, the next morning I woke up and 
I couldn't even like sit up or even roll over in bed. My sternum hurt so bad. And, um, I mean, that, that's been my worst thing is like my seat belts and then my sternum, but I've, I've been pretty fortunate, uh, in all my other crashes and knock on wood and hope it stays that way. But this year we crashed again in Fargo and, um, that, that one was really violent looking, but I got out of the car and the next day I was not sore at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That looked horrific. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, that's probably the most violent looking one, Mm -hmm. but I must've landed just right. And, and you know, some of those violent looking ones are the ones because all that inertia and, and momentum and energy is being slowly the more you roll yep. the more it's it's kind of taking it away from you yep. i mean you look at, at dobmeyer's crash to me it looked like nothing exactly uh you know kind of like a dale earnhardt thing yeah um, and the, the thing and for anybody that does crash remember just to close your eyes and mm-hmm. it, that'll help save your pupils and your your blood vessels in your eyes yep. from rupturing but, right so you get I, the old I, red eye yeah so when i crashed in fargo the first thing that came to mind was dobmeyer because mm-hmm. he had just crashed or whatever so i was like, please, please don't end up, like, having some awkward landing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I just closed my eyes, and just when it was done, it was done. But then you look back at that, that next day we raced in in Grand Forks here. Yep. At that Sunday. Yep. And Dobmeyer, yep. I think, helped you out with a motor. Yeah, he, he gave me an engine to run. Um, our engine, when we crashed, it ripped the motor mounts out of the, yeah. the, uh, the block or whatever, so... We weren't able to get none of that fixed, and we didn't even know if the motor was still good at that point. And we were trying to get a car ready, and he actually came over and offered me to jump in his car. He said, hey, it's ready. Um, and he kind of caught me off guard, you know. Wow, yeah. Um, I was like, I thought he was kidding around, you know. But then we thrashed to get our car ready and had the car ready, but we needed an engine at that point. And he went over and pulled it out of his Grand Forks car and brought it right over. And Or actually, we pushed the car across the road because we are my shops right across from his house and we dropped the motor in and went racing that night that's awesome i never knew your shop was right out there uh it's at it's my shop where we work on it through the winter it's mm-hmm. at my parents house there. oh okay um but during the season we work out of the shop in east grand forks um pretty much we work out of the trailer we, yep we yep. unload and and get it all done and load you know that out. that tells you something not only about mark dobmeyer uh, you know, offering that up, but it, it tells you something about you too, Austin, that, um, when you've got somebody with the equipment like that and, and the nice stuff, like you drive willing to let you jump in their car, uh, that's got to tell you something about, about your skills. Yeah. I mean, I, that, it, it felt, it was an honor, you know, I'd had, have Mark Dobmeyer's engine under my hood and, uh, we put it in a brand new car of ours. So, I mean, we didn't, perform how we wanted to because we we're driving a, a car that i've never been in yeah before. setup's different yeah. and all that yeah but we're racing that same car now and we're winning with it so we got it figured out we had had to iron out a few things but yeah i can't thank him enough for keeping me in the grand forks points you know right yep absolutely uh travis strandell's watching brian david paul boy this guy's busy he says thank you guys great show races friday getting married saturday and sunday to devil's lake to try out a renegade Great weekend. Well, that sounds like a pretty good weekend to me. That's that's what's going on this week in Devil's Lake is you get to try out those wingless sprints. They're letting mm-hmm. you guys. They're letting people drive them. Oh, uh, you spend you spend a hundred bucks. You talk to Miles Tomlinson. They're gonna get you into a sprint car and you get to do some hot laps around the track on Sunday this weekend. Jeez, I'm gonna miss barring, it. Barring any weather issues, but it looks really great this weekend. So, Paul, yeah, we're talking 80s. Yeah, Paul. Good luck, dude. That's I don't know if I. I can't, I, I know I can't fit in a sprint car <laughs> the way I look right now. So 
especially with all these guys driving. I mean, uh, Austin can hide behind me. That's, that's, the, that's the size difference we have here. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be awesome to have that down there on Sunday. So get in t- get, if you guys want to do that, get in touch with Miles Tomlinson um, on Facebook or whatever you guys want to get ready, how do you can get a hold of him, Western Renegade Sprint Cars, and then – Man, that's that'd be fun to do. But I'd love to do that. I have to go to a. I'm going to a baptism out of town on Sunday. But yeah, I've would, been I've been so itching to get into one of those wingless sprint cars. I just had back would, surgery, so that wouldn't be a good idea for no, me to do that. But. Probably not. <laughs> I, I would love to try it. I mean, I love going fast, but yeah. I've never like experienced the uh, you know like the G forces no, turning and, right to go left. Mm-hmm. I've never done that before, so I don't. I would be like too afraid. I'd wreck it. I'd probably just like ramp it's, it right off. It, it, it right comes off naturally, through. and it, it's honestly amazing when you see. Like if you look in Austin's cockpit and he's going in corner three and four, and you're sitting in the stands, you can see him just ever so slightly. And then there, I don't think some. I don't even know if you guys left the gas sometimes. Uh, so, sometimes you don't when you're up on the cushion. There, yeah, if it's got enough moisture in the track. Um. There, my butt would pucker. <laughs> just throwing that out there right now. <laughs> Because you you're you're looking as he's looking in entering corner three you're looking at four already for your exit, mm-hmm. so he's already ahead. I'd be like, oh yeah, there's there's a that's a big tumble, <laughs> and then you got like that unfortunately that wingless sprint car driver this year yeah tumbled several times. Eric Sayabin Sarabin something like yeah, and um, I was gone that week so yeah, I didn't see it. That was a I mean he came off corner one and that tumble was horrendous i think is that the one they were gonna pass the helmet for last week but then the rain delay and all that stuff and it it it, it It didn't work out out, no um one thing you could do just take your harley out there uh find a gravel road (laughs) and just practice (laughs) because it's basically the same principle get the rear end to kick a little bit to go left and then you just turn right and it just Kind of goes. It's, it sounds so easy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, ma- you make it sound easy. <laughs> so do you? Do you? My, is my it like motorcycle? Times trying out, you just end up doing three sixties. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, would you like as a motorcycle? I mean, you push into your turn. Is it kind of the same concept? It. Uh, it. I mean, the car will turn itself, kind of. Mm-hmm. But you just. You. I mean, it's you just make tiny, tiny little turns, and it'll go, and then you're pretty much just trying to steer it straight after that. And, yeah. And hold on. And a lot of throttle, <laughs> lot of throttle control. Yeah. Surprisingly, not use the brake more than you think in them things. But so uh, I've I've had a lot of people ask me, and I, I meant to ask you or or Wade. I just keep on forgetting. Um, when you guys are coming out of the corner, and you hit the gas, and the front end pops up mm-hmm. on some cars, what is the difference between that and say a car comes out smooth? What what's happening there? Uh, you're just when when the front end comes up, you're just that much more hooked up. Um, a lot of times it'll happen when you got a fuel load on in the beginning still. Yeah. Heavy in the back, back end. Yep. Yep. And then you got, it's re, you got to be real technical when you're trying to drive that like that. And there's nothing worse than a full load of fuel in the, in the first few laps, especially if the track's got some moisture or if it's bumpy or whatever. Right. It, it makes it a handful then. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if you're tight in the beginning of the race, chances are you're going to be freer at the end, and that's when you want to be fast. So, mm-hmm. um so it's it's good to deal with the the tightness in the beginning and the wheelies and stuff yeah. if you can. So you're always trying to set your car up for the last five races, five laps. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they say you can't win it in the first five ten laps, so you set right. up, set up for the last five. I mean, mm-hmm. the last one's the only one that counts, obviously. But right. Um, and it, you, you don't want to be able to. You, you, I mean, you can lead the first fifteen laps like, oh god, that was that was fun, that was fast. 
Well, then you end up finishing seventh or eighth. Or That's something. Bob Martin at the beginning of the season this year. He was yep. leading the race. He's like, I never, sh- I never wanted to be there. Yeah, never <laughs> yeah, wanted to yeah, be there. He doesn't yeah. like to. No, and 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 uh, that's a good comment that you made there, Austin. You can't win a race in the first five laps. A lot of you drivers out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got that out of the way. In every class. Yeah. Oh no, but there are guys uh, that that think you know it's all going to be done in the first lap. Uh, Marie or Mary. Daniela Stewart, my dad used to race. He doesn't recommend it for my son. He says it's an expensive hobby. Do you encourage kids to join racing as a hobby? Uh, if you got the funds or the backing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you don't, yeah. I mean, if you can just get an old beater bomb car, it's it's a blast. And right. You meet so many, so many good people. Um, I'm building four houses right now, and it's for four people I've met through racing. So, no kidding. Right. You know, we're building one for Nygaard, Casey Mack. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, I knew Nygaard was building a new house. I knew Mac yep. was building a house. Right. And then I, I'm the same thing for his business side goes for me, too. You meet a lot of guys out there racing. Yep. And, and, I, I, yeah. and I sell tires for guys that, you exactly. know, that do yep. that. And another, another one we're building is actually for one of my sponsors at Lithia Ford. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, every, it's all about the connections and mm-hmm. people you meet. Right. I mean, it's, anything in life's about that. So. And, you know, every single show we talk about this, how racing, it's like a little community, like a family. Mm-hmm. Um, after the races, I mean, you might have got into it with somebody during the race. It usually gets forgotten pretty quick. But uh, how fun is it and how cool is it at the end of the races when you've got these kids and your fans and they want the pictures and the autographs and can I sit in the car and – I mean, you got to just sit there with, especially if you just came out of RideOutCar.com Victory Lane. You got to be sitting there thinking, "Man, this is awesome! Yeah. I want to. I do this all the time." Yeah, exactly. I mean, I get that feeling every time we win, and everybody comes down and has a beer. The kids come down, want pictures, and take pictures, and sit in the car. And um, yeah, then 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 you you win a few times in a row or whatever, and then you look forward to Friday night, and you're like. Well, if I don't win, I ain't going to get any of that excitement. So then yeah. you, you kind of put the pressure on yourself to, to keep being better and to win. And mm-hmm. but then when but, you, but you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta still be happy if you don't win. You know? Sure. Well, I mean, the, the, the same kids and the same people they still come down if we finish tenth. You know. So. Oh yeah. I mean, and they want you to sign this date. Yeah. You know, sign it this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then, oh, you yeah. to, then you got to tell Steven, hey, calm down, all right? I'm going to take care of these guys <laughs> yeah. first. Then I'll do my Facebook <laughs> Live. Yeah. And then we'll go on throughout the day. Exactly. I mean, calm down, Jesus. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I love Steven. We're going we're gonna to get definitely get him on the show. <laughs> uh, one thing you say about John, when you said about bringing kids down, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty cool this year. I uh, went to the sites. Obviously, we were there Saturday night. I believe it was Saturday night. Uh, I know Aaron Turnbull uh, from his IMCA days driving the modified. Um, I know his family. I, I, you know, I know talked to Ed, uh, but I, he has no help for this weekend. So I had to take, uh, take his trophy, the sites trophy back to his trailer and everybody else is getting ready for tech. Brad sings beside him. His trailer is like two trailers down beside him. This little girl bought a die cast Mm -hmm. at Lori's pit stop. Mm -hmm. And, Brad signed it, and she had tears. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's how cool. Yeah. So that's the beautiful thing about these guys. When, when, pe- when we are inviting people to go down to the pits after the races, I mean, those kids, they, they have so much respect for these guys. Mm-hmm. And there's one out there that has a late model for a, a late model car. Mm-hmm. You ever see this Corey yep, Lost yep. kid? Yeah, he's just so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, these kids are just, they look up to you guys so much. And to yep. see that kind of emotion from them and then their dad, her dad yep. was so excited. And, and so I just hope you know that every time you do that, and, and even your kids, 
Hey, my my dad. You know, when they get old, my dad right. drives that car. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah that's he, what, he, even my kids. They uh, they like going around. My wife will take them after the race to get autographs from the other people. And mm-hmm. Yeah, their their favorite driver right now is Brendan Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't me. It's Brendan Mullen. So. We had uh, Wade's, Wade's kid said the same thing. His, his, it's not Wade. Wade's not his favorite driver. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I used to share a shop with Nygaard, his son, Zach, I was, I was Zach's favorite driver. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. that's funny. You know, something I think would be really cool. I don't know who you'd talk to to get it, but you know where they sell the T-shirts and everything? If they could actually sell... Like the little model cars of all the racers out there. Oh, some know? of them do yeah, have them, them, the diecasts. Yep. Yeah, and then you know, purchase them or yeah, yeah, yeah. get them autographed yeah, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. So, what happens there is uh, everything in that trailer, uh, these guys either seem to purchase, correct, for Lori's. Mm-hmm. So, you have to, do, you have, he has to purchase like his diecast mm-hmm. and he has to pay for it. Then they have to sell it for a profit yep. to make sure he can buy more. And then those, that's how that works. Yep. Mm-hmm. And pretty, so, yeah, you can, it works like t shirt sales. Yeah, yeah you can go check out Lori's Pit Stop shirt shop. She's got a bunch. Stuff. She does. I and, bet uh, she's gonna be some awesome sales this Friday. Yeah. yeah oh we, yeah. We we got some new shirts that we just brought up to her last week. So, oh good. So anybody wants any Austin Pierce racing gear, and then get them signed. Yep. All right. Hey, we're gonna have to cut him loose. Yeah. Uh, he's going to the uh, Bruce Spicer Memorial Golf hey, Tournament. Thanks for doing that, bud. Yeah, that's a huge. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, that's gonna be a big thing. Uh, also, uh, something to be thinking about, race fans, pony up a little money tomorrow for that bounty, all right? Let's help Austin Pierce out here. Uh, you'll, you'll have tomorrow to be able to do that, too. Um, so if you want, you can even come up and find me in the press box. And, um, boy, what a great show. You got one more on here. This is for Austin. Uh, my kids love it. Austin, you are my daughter's favorite driver. My son is into dirt bikes, but I'd much rather... Have him on four wheels. <laughs> Tommy awesome. Eglin's watching. How about that? You tuned yeah. in right in time for us to get out of here. Thanks, uh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, we kind of caught people off guard here uh, starting early today. But, uh, uh, again, great having uh, Bowring Boy Chad Hoff in the studio with us. Austin Pierce, we will have you in the studio again coming up. Yeah, awesome. Uh, good luck in that golf tournament today. Thank Raise you. some money for uh, youth hockey. And uh, maybe we'll see you tomorrow on RideLCar.com Victory Lane. It'd be nice to wrap up the year with uh, win number nine here at the world-famous legendary bull ring. And, folks, we want you to become a Podbean Premium subscriber. It's easy to do, a chance for you to win some free stuff from GFBS. Go to your Play Store, you download Podbean, search GFBS, you hit follow and buy premium, and you are all set. A special thanks to Forks Vacuum today. When you buy something, well, you know you want it to last. You want your money's worth. Well, that's why you go to Forks Vacuum in the Grand Cities Mall. Forks Vacuum is your authorized Rick Card simplicity dealer. They can service any make and model out there. Forks Vacuum, locally owned and operated since 1996. Stop in for free estimates on repairs. Make sure you mention GFBS. They'll give you 20 bucks off labor charges. Or if you're looking for a new Rick Carr simplicity vacuum, they'll give you 15% off any new purchase through the month of September. Whether you're looking for a new vacuum or maybe need one fixed, Stop by and see Bruce or Tyler. Forks Vacuum in the Grand Cities Mall, your authorized Rick Carr and Simplicity dealer. Call them up, 701-746-7830. Well, let's see tomorrow. East Grand Forks High School hockey coach Tyler Palmasino talks about a golf fundraising event coming up, and I suppose we'll talk a little hockey too. Hey, make sure you like, share, and tag us, all right? For Grand Forks Best Source, giving Grand Forks an identity again.